Welcome to the Mentality Podcast. This podcast is going to range from anything to do with your mindset hacks to body hacks to workout hacks within the gym from a qualified personal trainer. It's going to be a rocky ride, guys, but this podcast is going to help you focus on learning more about yourself, learning more about your body, and really focusing on how to make the most of this beautiful life we are given. So buckle up and let's get started. Hello, 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 guys. Um, Welcome to another episode. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about something that is like all over like the internet. It's all online at the moment. It's um, something that's been popping up for a while recently so I thought I would I don't know give my take on it and explain it a bit more I guess um talk a bit about my experience with it that kind of stuff um so basically what today's episode is about is I'm going to be talking about uh, attachment types so if you don't know there are three there's technically three, but there are four attachment types, and those are the secure, the anxious, the avoidant, and then there's um, a mix of the two, which is the anxious and avoidant, which is often called like the disorganized attachment type. And what these are is basically their manner, manners, mannerisms, and like you know characteristics, personalities, like how you are perceived and respond to like intimacy in romantic relationships. So how you are with the person you're dating, um, how you are perceived by the person you're dating as well, because it's how we um, project outwards to other people and what they um, see in that. So where does this kind of come from? So this idea of attachment types really stems from your upbringing your childhood like how your parents were towards you how others were towards you um what you grew up seeing is very much stemmed in what type of attachment style you'll become later on in life um so basically if your parents were more sensitive and available and responsive to you as a child and to your feelings, um, you would be more of the secure attachment because you had that, basically that stability growing up. Um, if your parents were like inconsistent and not really like responsive, then you'd be more of an anxious type because you didn't have that um, consistency growing up. And same for if your parents were like distance, rigid, unresponsive, that's when you'd become an avoidant attachment type because you didn't have that like, you know, the open communication and that emotional connection to your parents. So basically how, how do you figure out where you are? Um, there's many different tests you can take online, obviously. This is 21st century. Everything's online right now. You can Google everything. Um, but how to know which one you are. Um, 
I'll, I'm going to like say like a little bit of a blurb about each one and it's pretty easy to kind of pinpoint which one you are if you have a lot of um, self-awareness as well. So if you find it easy to get close to people, you're comfortable depending on them, um, you don't worry about being abandoned, um, you are a secure attachment type. So congratulations. You're the one that everyone wants to be. Um, if you're somewhat uncomfortable being close to others, you find it difficult to trust, um, you find it difficult to completely, um, you know, depend on other people, you want your partners to like feel more comfortable than they feel, you are more of an avoidant attachment type. So you don't generally let other people close to you. You avoid that kind of communication about feelings, that kind of stuff. If you find that others are reluctant to get close to you or you're worried that your partner doesn't love you or doesn't want to stay with you, um, that you want to be emerged completely with the other person and you want that person to feel the same way, um, that is an anxious attachment style. So anxious attachment styles, I guess in my opinion, have it probably the like roughest um, because you are always kind of in a, I guess one would say a downward spiral. You're kind of always spiraling. When you're um, an anxious attachment, you are very much, generally anxious attachments are anxious people in general. Like they have anxiety, they have depression, they have certain things that also play huge roles in their attachment type. And when you are an anxious attachment, it makes it very hard in romantic relationships because you are always constantly overthinking every little thing and you don't really ever feel that security unless you are with someone who is more of a secure attachment and can kind of make you feel more secure. But we'll get onto that a bit later on. Excuse me while I have some of my Red Bull. It's been a long day of study already. Um, so, if you're a secure attachment style, type, style, whatever, you'd feel more comfortable with intimacy and you're a warm and loving kind of person. So a lot of the time you can, if you know people well enough, you can kind of figure out what kind of attachment type they are. Um, but also a lot of what people think they are, they are like, it's one of those weird things is you could think you're one type and then how you project that and how others see it is completely different. So I guess in relation to that, like I did date someone who projected outwards to be an avoidant attachment type and they thought of themselves as a secure attachment type. And that's where it gets a bit messy, messy, I guess, because it's like you could think you're one way, but how you are actually perceived outwards, that's the thing. Like if you are, 
what you project outwards is what attachment type you are. It's not what you personally think you are in your head. Like if you're projecting an anxious attachment type outside, that's what you are. It's not what you want to be, but it's what you are. So if you're projecting to your partner that you're uncomfortable with being close, you kind of avoid those situations of talking about like emotional stuff, like feelings, you avoid like getting close to people, you're avoidant. It doesn't matter if you are like comfortable getting close to people. It doesn't matter if you, um, you're not worried about being abandoned because that doesn't mean you're a secure attachment. It's how you are with your partner that is your attachment type. So if you are not having those emotional conversations and you don't feel comfortable being open about that and you never open up and stuff, you're not a secure attachment type. I'm sorry to put it bluntly, but you're not. So get that out of your mind, you're not. So this is where like self-awareness really comes into it. And also having those conversations with other people like, hey, how am I to you? Like, and then of course you can do like the tests and stuff as well, which really do um, help. But also you need to be really honest with yourself. Like there's nothing wrong with being an avoidant or anxious attachment type. There really isn't. It just means you know how you can work on this and how you can really improve on this in future relationships so yeah if you're a secure type you're you're gonna feel comfortable with intimacy you're gonna be really warm and loving if you're an anxious type you're going to crave intimacy you're gonna preoccupied with the relationship it's gonna be like your main focus it's gonna be at the forefront of your mind all the time um you tend to you tend to worry that others won't love you back and then we're getting into avoidant who equate intimacy with a loss of independence. Um, they generally like to be more alone. They constantly try to minimize closeness. And those are just like little things that you can think of, is this person that type? And then of course, what comes into it that as well is once you know what attachment style you are, it also helps in figuring out what attachment styles you need to avoid because obviously some clash and some don't work well in relationships together so say for instance if you're an anxious attachment style you need to avoid somebody who's avoidant because you're going to want to be close and you're going to need that closeness and an avoidance is going to see that closeness as them losing your, their independence. So they're going to want to do the complete opposite and pull away. So you're going to be trying to pull towards them and they're going to be pulling away. And it's going to be this constant cycle of you're never going to feel as the anxious attachment. You're never going to feel fully secure and wanted because an avoidant is always going to be pulling away and they're never going to actually make you feel that security. So it's kind of like a lose-lose situation for both of you because neither of you are going to be able to give each other that security you need. 
And that is why secure attachments are so um, probably sought after, for lack of a better word to use, um, because a secure attachment is going to be able to, especially for an anxious attachment style, they're going to make you feel that security. They're going to be able to, when you have those like anxious moments of, do they love me? I'm not worth it. That kind of stuff. They are going to be able to pull you out of that, reassure you and really make you feel secure again, because that's what a secure attachment style does because they're already secure in the relationship and who they are that they will then be able to, in a way, make you feel more secure in who you are and the relationship. They're going to be able to reassure you. So obviously, you know, anxious and avoidant, avoid each other, find someone secure. And the funny thing is, well, not funny, I guess it's interesting because I guess some anxious people tend to date other anxious people and anxious people tend to date avoidant people, but avoidance generally don't tend to date each other they tend to date other attachment styles. So they'll tend to date people who are secure or people that are anxious. They don't tend to date people that are avoidant because obviously they're both avoiding being intimate and closest. There's not going to be that other person to, you know, push them into that kind of relationship. So this is when you have situations of people that are, say, friends with benefits or kind of things and both of them have like, you know, you, everyone thinks they're together, but they're not because nobody's really pushed it. It's because they're both probably avoidant attachment styles and they probably avoided having that conversation and they both just want to do what they're doing but still have their independence. That's like, I guess, the way to explain it. Um, so there's not that other person pushing them, whereas an anxious attachment style would want to be defining what it is because they need that like reassurance they need to solidify it like that's what they do whereas a secure type would be like totally fine in what they are and not needed to find it's just it's one of those things so a secure person is going to be very reliable and they're not going to send those mixed signals so that is why they're super important for anxious and avoidant types. But let me tell you, they are a dime a dozen to find. It is not often these days that you find many secure attachment types anymore. And I guess that's why a lot of dating and relationships don't really last that long anymore, just because the attachment types, I guess, don't align very well. And, you know, secure attachment types are like, they're going to help make their partner feel more secure. They're going to help align their partner's emotions and they're going to be able to respond to those emotions. And the thing with attachment types is you don't, you're never going to, you're not always going to be the same attachment type your entire life. There is this kind of, you know, sliding scale where you can slide from one end to the other. Um, for avoidance, it's not often they slide 
to um, secure, but avoidance can sometimes slide to an anxious type. But more often than not, it's actually anxious attachment styles that do slide to more secure. So if an anxious attachment style is with a secure attachment style, it is often that they start to become more secure because their partner actually, their mannerisms start to rubble from them and they really start to feel that security and it actually helps them be more secure, which I mean is really great. And we often like can see that like that is how like I guess more anxious people then start to become secure. But then there's also, you know, this fourth type that is like a mix of the anxious and avoidance. So you're kind of both. And that is where you're extremely inconsistent with your behavior and you kind of act differently towards other people. Like people are very unsure of your, like, I guess, your intentions, you tend to fear rejection, you've got that inability to regulate your emotions, you have contradictory behavior, and you've also got high levels of anxiety. So it's like you're anxious and you're avoidant all in one, and it's just, it's a lot. And sometimes you can be more anxious at times, and sometimes you can be more avoidant at times. And yeah, that type is, I guess, one of the, you have the harder time because you slide from the scale of needing that closeness of somebody there and then you slide to the other scale of, oh no, I want to be far away from people because I don't want to lose my independence. And I guess sometimes for me, I do feel like I can slide into this attachment style quite easily um often happens to me um I do classify myself as an anxious avoidant type I wish I could say I fall more onto the secure side but unfortunately I do not and um it is something I do work on I am working on as I'm getting older and now I'm have that self-awareness um but I do slide more so into that anxious avoidant type when I do feel, I guess, the easiest way to explain it is sometimes with dating, you get to the point of you just feel so done. You just feel so tired and drained and done. And you're just like, I'm getting nowhere with this. I'm tired of the rejection. And that's when I guess the avoidant type comes more into play is whereas I kind of just go, you know, all or nothing kind of thing. So I do believe sometimes I can fall into that, but predominantly I am more so anxious because I have, I don't view other people in like a negative light which is what I'm going to talk about now, how you view other people and how you view yourself. So an avoidant type is going to hold a positive image of themselves, but a negative image of other people. So that is where I struggle because 
I don't hold other people in a negative light. So as an anxious attachment style, you hold a negative self-image towards yourself, but a positive image towards others, which I guess for me is more so my type. That's what I always fall into more. It's that I view other people in such a high regard and high level that sometimes I feel like myself, like I cannot reach that level. And I'm like that with relationships as well. I tend to hold my partner on this pedestal and really, you know, sometimes idolize them in a way that they're completely like become completely unattainable to me. And then I start to think I'm like, I could never reach that level that they are at. Like I could never, couldn't possibly be what they want. I couldn't possibly be what they are looking for because they are all the way up here and then I'm all the way down here. And we are just completely at like, you know, different levels. And I can't possibly reach the level they are at. And this is a detriment to myself because I put people on such high pedestals and I make them that seem like this completely outerworldly person when they are just like me. They're human. They have imperfections. They make mistakes. Like they are no better than me. But you know, on a tangent there, that's just something I'm really um, learning about myself. And then you have the secure attachment type who just has positive self, like a positive image all around. They're positive towards themselves, they're positive towards other people, which is like great. Like we all want to get there. It's just getting there is kind of not that easy. And then you've got your anxious avoidant type which has a negative view of everyone, which I guess for me is why I don't often feel like I fit into this because I don't view other people in such a negative mindset. I think if I did, I probably wouldn't like bother putting myself out there and getting to know people and, you know, being really interested in other people. And um, I definitely think we can slide on that scale often and just need another drink. Also, I don't know if you can hear me drinking, but like, I think it's called ASMR. Not a fan of that. I think I watched a YouTube video on it one time and I was like, why on earth would I want to listen to somebody like drinking and chewing? It sounds absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Not an interesting um YouTube to watch. But so I guess back onto um attachment styles. And I think, you know, we are becoming a generation where we are constantly wanting to learn, we are constantly wanting to like know more and really get more self-awareness and self-development and really figure ourselves and the world out. And this is where attachment types do really come into play and really help. I'm not saying like, we can't compare it to like astrology in that way, because obviously astrology is kind of like, you know, a bit meh mumbo jumbo kind of thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love astrology and I am 100% an Aquarian, like hands down to a T. 
even though, you know, I was meant to be a Pisces because that was my due date. But, you know, I was born early. Super early. <laughs> so I am an Aquarian. And it's crazy to see how, like, because my mom's obviously a Pisces, my brother's is an Aries. And we are all within the same kind of, you know, I guess we're all kind of like, you know, a month-ish apart from each other. And it's just interesting to see how completely different our personality types actually are. But honestly, like a lot of people are just like, what the fuck astrology is? And yeah, sometimes, you know, it can be a red flag if somebody's like, oh, what's your star sign? But I don't know. It's just a bit of fun at the end of the day. But attachment types, I believe, are... I guess, I wouldn't say scientific in a way, but they do stem from your childhood and they do stem from what you went through as a child and it really does um, help bring to light how that actually does affect you as an adult because obviously for me growing up, my childhood really did affect how I am as a person today. Um my parents were always working. Um, obviously, growing up in South Africa wasn't an easy life. And my parents were always at work. Um, we had our maid who like would look after us. We didn't really have a lot of family time and we didn't really have a lot of like open communication, I would say. We didn't talk about like emotions and feelings and we weren't like ever open I guess and ugh, I don't know it just makes it a bit harder when you then become an adult and have to um establish all this like I completely went the opposite way now like obviously I'm very communicative I'm very much an open person because I went the complete opposite way. Like I didn't have that open communication and that like emotional like outlet as a kid. And that does make it harder as you get older because you always have this, um, you know, this internal fear of like, that's what the anxious attachment style kind of brings into it. Like you, have this constant worry that people are going to leave you because you never had that, you know, that assurance growing up as a kid, you never had that, you know, like we love you. Like we're always here kind of thing. So, um, I guess a lot of other South Africans would probably understand like, um, we're not a very like touchy feely, um, culture like we are not like very you know open with emotions and feelings and we're always told as kids to you know rub some dirt on it grow up like you know push that aside kind of thing like and definitely that does have a massive effect like I guess coming to New Zealand and seeing how like Kiwis are and stuff with their kids and stuff it's very much more like a an open communication type and definitely there's 
um, a complete like culture shock, I guess. So yeah, like just, I think it's important for people to really, you know, know what attachment type they are and how they're projecting that outwards and what they need to really look for in a partner because things like this are important, like how that person is going to be able to um, support you in that way is very important. Like if you're an anxious attachment type, you're going to need that reassurance from somebody more so than somebody who is say avoidant or secure. You're going to need a lot of assurance that a lot of people are probably going to see as a completely different way. Like you being like insecure and stuff like that. But honestly, it's, um, it does stem a lot from your childhood. And I just want, I guess for other anxious attachment types, I just want to say like, don't feel like there is something wrong with you and that what you want is not justifiable and not warranted because there is going to be someone out there that is that secure type and that is going to be able to give you that reassurance in a secure way and it's going to help you then start feeling more secure and for those who are avoidant as well it's they may you may end up with an anxious attachment type and you guys are really going to have that struggle of one person pushing close and the other person pulling away all the time and it's going to make the relationship a lot harder for you i'm not saying it's not going to be possible but that relationship is going to be a lot harder than what it would be, say, if you were with someone who's secure. And this is where it comes into where everyone's just like, you know, relationships shouldn't be that hard, you know, they should be easy and stuff. And a lot of the time people can't understand why some relationships are hard. And it really stems down to your attachment type and actually really understanding which one you are, which one your partner is and how you guys can actually work on that together to actually communicate better and to help each other in those times. And instead of just blaming other factors on it or, you know, incompatibility on it, because at the end of the day, is incompatibility really a thing? Like, yes, to some extent, but if you want to make something work you really would and you would try and I guess like that could just be me not being a quitter but yeah people throw the word incompatibility around like it's like oh I'm incompatible with everyone and it's just like well to some extent there's incompatibility and there's compatibility but you know to another extent it's really what you take in that situation and how you actually try to figure it out with that other person. So I guess this is me just rambling on, but yeah, 
Um, I guess that is today's episode. Um, I have, I guess, a bit of a catch up. I've got one final assignment left for the rest of the semester. And then I have my exams, which then I will be able to have a nice little break. Um, I do want to plan like a little holiday or road trip or something. So I need to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to do like a solo trip because I feel like it's something I really need to start doing more is just really, I guess, doing more things solo, even though I do everything in life solo because, you know, I like my independence, I guess. Um, funny because, like, you know, as an anxious attack, that's, I guess, why I feel like I fall into the avoidance sometimes because I do value my independence and I do sometimes get into this um, thing where I just kind of don't want to be near anybody. I can happily just, like, you know, hermit myself away and just do my own thing, and I sometimes get really... Um, into the moment of, you know, just being by myself too much and forgetting that other people exist and I kind of fall off the face of the planet kind of thing. <laughs> so um, sometimes I can fall into that space. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Like, I have – if I think back to all my past relationships, I – I think the only, okay, it wasn't really a relationship. I was dating someone. Um, and we were dating for like a decent chunk of time. And obviously it didn't equate to us being in a relationship because he wasn't ready for that. Um, but I do definitely think um, he was a secure attachment type. And that is why that I guess I can't call a relationship because we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend but we were like you know only seeing each other kind of thing and I didn't feel the need to really define like I was completely fine with going with the flow and what we want were and just seeing where we were and what we were um and normally I'm not that way inclined normally quite early on I do get that anxious thing to define what it is like straight away and with him I didn't really feel like I needed to do that mainly because he did um when I was anxious he did give me that secure that security like he did manage to help my anxious attachment style be more secure and even when that like ended and stuff I didn't feel like I don't know I never felt like super like devastated and super upset which for me is really weird because I get very like attached and stuff but I guess because I never really I always felt very secure within that relationship and then when it ended I kind of I felt okay like I didn't feel like my life had ended and that I'd relied so much on that person and I guess, like, thanks to him for, like, you know, actually helping me kind of see what a secure attachment style is 
And like, obviously like he's an amazing person and yeah, like I'm so thankful for like that lesson, I guess. And I wish I had known that at the time, like we, when we were together, like I had just gotten out of like a really shitty relationship. Um, a really like shitty um relationship where he I was like gaslit like so much and um the whole topic of you know like kids and stuff was running our relationship and it was quite difficult for me obviously if you've listened to my past episodes the whole kids thing is a bit of a sore spot for me um and yeah I just gotten out of that relationship so then going into like a more securely attached relationship was like really eye-opening and I guess looking back now I actually know what that secure attachment type actually looks like and how I should be feeling in that so yeah like I know what a secure attachment type looks like and I know what I need to be like I'm not going to say searching because I'm really not looking for that right now um but I know what it looks like and I know what it doesn't look like and I know what avoidant because I tend to um being an anxious attachment style we tend to gravitate towards avoidant attachment styles for some bizarre reason that is beknownst to me and it irritates the shit out of me because I keep going for these people that are just avoidant and want to avoid it and just I don't know the way I can describe someone who's avoidant is like a commitment I guess someone who just wants to just <laughs> avoid the attachment but they still want to be attached to you. it's just it's an absolute mind fuck so I'm going to be avoiding those kind of situations from now on and I just I'm getting quite good at just cutting things off quite early on if it's just you know for me I give people too many chances and I think that is the problem Whereas I just need to get a bit more harsh and a bit more like, you know, assertive and really be like, in the long run, would this work out? And I'm like, why would I be wasting my time otherwise? So, yeah, you know, we learn, we digress, we, um, we improve. So that is a quick, well, not a quick episode. This one went on for a bit longer than my others, but... Thank you guys for listening as always. And I am going to be probably like pre-recording episodes a bit more now, just because I have like a lot of other stuff going on at the moment. And um, yeah, sometimes I just kind of don't feel like talking, but then I know I need to get these like episodes out and it's a commitment I've made to myself. So I guess, yeah, but as always, thank you for listening and like, share, give me your feedback as per usual, not that I think anyone actually cares at this point, but anyways, bye guys.